Ain't nothing worse than a smart dumb. Hey yo! Hey yo! Hey yo! So welcome everybody to another episode of Smart Dove Podcast. It's been a quite a while. Um, this next uh, guest, we actually uh, have tried to sync this up. We were going to go live like was it, last month, and um, you know things happen in life. Adulting, you know, we all <laughs> we all are familiar. We all know about it, but we circled the block, and uh, we are here now. We are here today. So um, is. I don't want to, I'm going to say it. If I mess up, you correct me. Is it Vinette? It's Vinette. Yep, you did it. So please, by all means, take over and just yeah, give us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about who you are representing. Yeah, so my name is Vinette. I am an entrepreneur. Um, I run a boutique marketing firm. It's called BP Creative Consulting. I work with brands, um, mostly nonprofits and foundations, government orgs. Um, so really doing marketing, doing feel good marketing for those who are do-gooders in the world, right? Okay. And there is a big emphasis in helping um, and supporting black owned businesses, black owned causes, black owned brands, all black everything. So that's nice. nice. Okay, cool. Very good. So my style is like the timeline. Mm -hmm. um, typically, right? Like, I also, my style is we go off whatever road we go off, you know what I'm saying? But, like, my attempt at, um, you know, order and structure right. <laughs> is the timeline. So, what is it about who you, you know, how you were raised, who you became, you know, what your schooling is, like, how much of that, what part of that shaped where we are in 2020? Man, that's a great question. All right, so. You can break those up into chunks too. <laughs> no worries. I've been black my whole life, obviously, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I've had a black um, experience as far as like upbringing. Like I went to like predominantly black um, elementary, middle, high school, right? Mm -hmm went off to college and it was predominantly white for the most part. Okay, so, what school? What well, uh, college? Uh, UCF. Well, okay. yeah, UCF eventually. So I would have experiences. So I remember being in a marketing role in uh, college, like it was an internship. Yeah. I remember like just not feeling like I fit in and not feeling like the work that we did was for people like me, but right. not like verbalize that, right? Like it's this uneasy feeling, but there's yeah, not. It was, it was an undercurrent and it was microaggressions. That wasn't, you didn't feel like that. Let's be very clear. Like you didn't feel like that. It was like that. <laughs> exactly, right? But I think at that time, I didn't know what a microaggression right. was. And right, right. After school, I moved back down to um, where I'm from, which is the, like the South Florida Palm Beach County area. And I started working with a lot of nonprofits. And we were like heavily invested in like dismantling racism, learning about racism, all of that, right? So mm -hmm. I did the Racial Equity um, Institute training and it like changed my life. Like it mm -hmm. changed how I thought about things, how I viewed things. I was like, oh. Yeah, like everything I do now has to be centered in like equity and promoting black voices, et cetera. So from that point on, I knew that that was like the goal, but I wasn't really sure what that meant, like how that looked, right? So I worked at a few different places where I was always like that person, like the woke person in the room, like, why are we not talking about this and how racism intersects, et cetera? Oh, you, um, you, oh <laughs> Lord. Right. I was that person. At that point, marketing um, wasn't like my primary job anymore. It was more so like a part of maybe some of my roles, but it wasn't kind of like what I do. Um, so then 
fast forward, the pandemic hits and mm -hmm. the play, I was working um, at an organization that was very much um, equity focused. Um, and one of my friends actually was the owner. And so when the pandemic hit, she was like, hey, like, do you want to launch your own thing at this point? And, um, you know, we'll be your first client. And mm. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know, but I think if there was any time to do something that you've never done, it was that time. Like, we were all about house. Like, there was so much uncertainty that I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. Um, and so that's really kind of like what, pushed me into entrepreneurship. It was something I've always wanted to do, but okay. I'm quite ready, but circumstances made me get ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, I want to stay right there. I want to yeah. stay right <laughs> there. Dre, I see you with the question. We're going to definitely address that, you know, get to that. Um, so, yeah, um, the parallels as far as like the very first thing that I did to start my business was exactly the same. I made just a random Facebook post from back when I was very active. Yeah. Very <laughs> and even that, like even this story is like actually five years ago. But I was just like, you know, hey, uh, um, you know, what if I, I'm considering getting, you know, really getting into tutoring more. And I'm just thinking, you know, with two likes, three likes, you know, two, three times. They went crazy on my and like you said and some people like okay when you start i got like my daughter's ready what are we doing and yeah. i work with a three-year-old actress i'll never forget that mm -hmm. um she's probably um student president at middle school now because again i was five years <laughs> she's probably, probably eight yeah it's probably eight in eighth grade <laughs> Just that girl brilliant yeah um but same you know same thing is like yeah i'm it's probably, it was probably been time for me to go, but, you know, circumstance, I know where my circumstances work, you know what I'm saying? And then as far as that, the other point you made, like, yeah, there's, entrepreneurship ain't the one that you are ready for. You just go. Yeah. You, know and you go, you make some, you plan some things, you make some mistakes, you learn on both of them by reading and, right. you know, all that. And then just by having an experience of living life. And if, you know, best, is you know if you can have some kind of experience through somebody else let them make a mistake <laughs> and learn from them. but usually it's got to be the more you invested in it the more you uh really understand like okay i could do this i could have done that yeah i have to say something too because i am a planner naturally right like <laughs> a part of just like my personality the work the my skill set and so that was what always made entrepreneurship so scary because it was just mm -hmm. like I can't plan for everything. Like I could have like X amount of money saved up and I could do this. Really? No, there's just so many things that could happen. And I had to let that go. Like you just yeah. you like, have to, right. <laughs> you just going to be planning and planning and planning and never moving. So that right. part for anyone who is considering it, like you, you can't try and plan it. Right. Cause it's never out a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, we, because, okay, everybody's, you know, like, it's very popular now to say, for example, it's slightly off topic, like, to say um, school needs to teach financial education. Yeah. So it's some state mandated, like, it was the first state mandated, right? And it's like, all right, that's cool, but it's really just lip service like everything else. What's going to happen? They're going to have a class. It's going to be just as unclear as algebra and English, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, three smart people going to get it. Um, other, you know, other people going to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? And the ones that are completely lost but don't speak up are going to have no idea what, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, as soon as that first week you get behind, you're going to be behind the whole class because this was the final, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we have got to get away from somebody else is responsible for it because the reality of it is no matter what this is, now we bring this back to entrepreneurship, besides the fact that experience is the best teacher, mm -hmm. YouTube alone is a great teacher, right? Like Google alone, like Lyric, all of that has existed the entire time. Now, the process for, you know, some, some I can say the same, the same thing can be stated eight different ways. YouTube video, book, um, preacher, uh, whatever, your parents. One of those ways is the one that's gonna click. Yeah. 
and you don't really, I mean, some people know their style, but for any individual, you don't know what it is until it, it was the, it's like, oh, I get it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. So all of that is really to say, like, people get stuck over planning because they were told to because and we're and, and, and we're gonna focus a lot of this on black people and i know you're we talked about we said we was gonna do this, and we're gonna do this yeah so we're told don't start this business until it's perfect yeah you know work twice as hard to get half of that first of all i completely reject that now that's me personally second of all that was probably it was debatable for um for entrepreneurship yes your great project still has is still going to get overlooked because of nepotism mm -hmm. but it wasn't going to be because it wasn't good enough they're going to tell you that because right. like you said they were in the 90s and 2000s really 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 good at masking right partially because it was subconscious to some extent but others because they were just really good at lying mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, a lot of people's projects have been great. How many times, this is open question, as a product that went crazy, one of us had already thought of it? Oh, probably too much to count. Like, yeah. Do you remember what? Mine was, uh, mine was, um, not the, the record, the first recording box. The first, uh, you said it was the, um, what is that called? The first, um, box where, like, it was the DVR. That was yours. Dre said his was a pet rock. Yeah, the, the, let me look it up. That's dope. So you had this idea and you kind of sat on it because... I didn't know what to do with it. Right. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with That's it. What are those called? Fake, right? Like, I think we have to be honest about the fact that a lot of black and brown people just don't have access to the resources. So I think... That we're, is also true. Yeah, like we feel like we're not as good because we're our things aren't, you know, being propelled. Tivo, I'm sorry. Tivo. Tivo? Okay. Yeah, like that concept. I was like, oh, that would be dope if, and I didn't do nothing with it. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Go ahead. No, dang. How, how many nights does that keep you up? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's a fact. Like, we'll, we'll leave that as a, a rhetorical question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, there's a few realities. It's just that, like, we have these ideas. We just don't have the resources or the connections right. to, you know, put behind it what's needed for it to move forward. Here's what's crazy. The whole time that we thought that, I thought that entrepreneurship meant think of the idea, then personally do the thing, then figure out how to also be the seller. Then, yeah. Like, at this point, it's very transparently. I have the idea. I'm the business mind behind it. My pro my parts go to, you know, China. My my call center is both overseas and some people here. My engineer is, you know, whoever. It's not it's not always about like, you know, it's somebody overseas. The point is the owner probably does none of that directly. And we didn't know that again because we weren't taught that, and right. we weren't taught that because they didn't. Know. You know, to be to be very clear, yeah, we were taught to go learn how to be entrepreneurs from non-entrepreneurs, right? <laughs> so they didn't even. That's one of my like uh, uh, BP. Who oh, I got to get him back on as a guest. Um, it's just he's gonna cuss for the hours. So some of y'all, you know, some of the sensitive <laughs> got to worry about that. But like he says a lot, and a lot of people say a lot that like the people that we learn the most from parents and other influencers who have steered us the wrong way, steered us the wrong way accidentally. Mm -hmm. They meant well. Yeah. They're very, but, uh, yeah. But a lot of that was wrong. Like a lot of being successful as an adult is unlearning, you know, church school family, you know, you're very loud, you know, grandma, uncle, auntie, like, you know, just cause they were insisted doesn't mean it was true. Right. You know, and the right way to go for any, and it doesn't mean it was the right one for you. So. Right. Exactly. I think that's the struggle, right? Because one of the best things you can do just as a human being, I think is find a mentor. Like, and I know, you know, a lot of times we don't cross paths with people who um, 
we would seek mentorship from, but that's something you should actively look for. Go ahead and do me one, one, one favor. Say that again. Say that again? The, uh, the first <laughs> I mean, the asshole right now. Go ahead and repeat your point. One of the best things we could do is... One of the best things you can do, period, is to find a mentor. Um, and that can be for every aspect of your life. That could be for particular aspects, but... There's so much to be learned by building relationships and right. learning from those who have done what you've done or, you know, are doing what you want to do. And so, right. um, yeah, that's like one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever gotten. This sort sure. of and, it's, and, and, and it's simple and it's straightforward and people already knew it. Yeah. They, just, they didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? They figure like the first thing I have to do again is invent this spaceship you know, like, no, it's the basics. But, yeah. you know, the thing about that, though, is is the basics aren't sexy. They're yeah. not comfortable. They don't, like, I got a mentor doesn't get a hundred likes. <laughs> you know what it is, too, though? It's not even, because if Oprah's your mentor, people want to talk about that, right? So it's like, people feel like your mentor has to be... Oh, yeah. You know, oh, Great point. Like the person I'm that can act, and it, it really is not that deep. Like you can call a corporation and look at their C-suite, and for, let's use marketing for example. Look at the marketing executive and email that person. Be like, you know, can we do coffee? I really just looking for a mentor. I want to learn from you. You know, right. be professional about it. Don't be weird, but <laughs> you can learn so much from that person. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessarily. Yeah or Diddy, which I think what a lot of people think. So, you know, the, I was privileged enough to have quite a few internships. Um, one, you know, experience will also teach you what not to do. So in the same vein, you can technically have a mentor of a bad version, you know, of complete mistakes and be like, yep, not doing none of those things. Dre on a comment said, we should also find a way to be a mentor ourselves. And what's, what makes, one of the things that makes that a very profound statement is, you get to surprise yourself. I don't know this. I don't know that. I don't know nothing. Next thing you know, you done taught somebody else. And you're like, yeah. I'm coming nice. Like, wow, I didn't even know I knew that. You know what I'm saying? That's a so, great, yeah. Find a way to be a mentor too, because you learn a lot by mentoring someone else. Sure, for sure. So I think what I like about what this conversation has done so far, again, purely organically, is all this comes back to boutique marketing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, one of the things I'll say is one of the main, one of the reasons, you know, the times, the best things that, that did for me as a mentor is when I realized how many terrible businesses are doing great. <laughs> like, you know, when, when they, like, so I, I did a lot of, I did a lot of dabbling with multi-level marketing, ultimately, you know, it's not for me, but like, I don't consider it a scam. I get a lot of good information from that arguably more so than I got from clocking it in from nine to five, which I still do. Actually, I don't. I clock in when I clock in. <laughs> I stop working when I stop working and I turn projects in, you know, in a timely manner to keep my boss happy. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm like a entrepreneur, a safe entrepreneur. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I know what my tasks are, but I have the autonomy to do it. But like, that's so, so, Nobody 20 years ago would have told me that, you know, that it's okay to, to wake up today and not be okay. Right. Take a mental health day. Or I didn't sleep well. I'm going to tell y'all I didn't sleep well. Sleep in a little bit, but mm -hmm. you don't have to worry. I'm going to be on at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. I'm going to log on at Saturday when I feel like I should do that. Right. You know what I mean? And you know what I'm saying? So, like, coming back to marketing, Mark a great marketing strategy hides bad business, but accentuates good business to where the message is so powerful mm -hmm. that they know, they believe that your final goal is coming. So then you get with that. Now you have more rope. Like they know, like, nah, I feel like I don't need to micromanage. I don't need to keep checking in. 
Right. We had an agreement. They have, you know, their mission statement. And I feel like they will deliver that. Um, you know, so again, at a bad, you know, at a bad, like, you know, billion dollar company pretends, you know, puts up, pays money, say Black Lives Matter during the Super Bowl. Now I'm sitting there, whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, okay. But in a good situation, like, you know, you are telling, you know, telling that story, who you are, what makes you tick, what motivates you and all that type of stuff. People's like, they just get behind that message. And so uh, I think that, you know, I feel like that's some of at least just a little bit of what you're doing. It's very important, especially that you serve us. Right. So I think what is so hard about like where I am and I'm pivoting more into the space where I want to work with bigger brands to help them with, um, like equitable marketing, right? Mm -hmm. I know these people don't mean um, harm. Like I know mm -hmm. that they really think that they're doing something great by putting, sending out a Black Lives Matter e-blast during like the protests and things like that. But there's just so much to be taught that I think you have to for real be invested to care enough to do that, right? Because at the end sure. of the day, our attention span is so short. You're just going to remember, oh, okay, Macy's did send me like a Black Lives Matter email or during Juneteenth, they put the fist up in the in the header. You know, I feel good about them. And so <laughs> it's just, you know, more of the same. But at the end of the day, it's only going to continue a cycle of like um, inequitable and like racist marketing, to be frank. So it has to go deeper than just like a quick message. It has to go into what are the company's values? How are you hiring? How are you treating employees? You know, all these other things that will infiltrate your marketing long-term as opposed to just a, a real nice. A statement, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, and I don't want to harp on like the bad examples don't deserve the energy. So some, exactly what you just said, some of them have like this, and actually some of them have the awareness to know this is our starting point. Right, right. Is, you know, and we are actually, we don't know how to though. So we can do, this was easy. We know how to do this mess. The, the you know, the reconstruct the, the inner workings of the situation. We actually know we need to, we don't know how. So that comes back to, again, our salute trade and the each one, teach one. Like this is not, this didn't get fixed yesterday on Juneteenth, it won't get fixed next Juneteenth. Right. So, you know, the worst thing that someone can do is pretend there's a quick Band-Aid. Mm -hmm. um, the best thing one can do for themselves is admit that it's going to be a process. And, you know, again, this is entrepreneur work. This is a process. I don't know how long it's going to take, but if you're really committed and really willing to learn and grow, then more times than not, even when you do slip up along, you know, in the course of a in a, a year, but there will have been so many positive exactly. steps again that people will, you know, let you ride. Exactly. Yeah. And I think um, some companies are really trying. So I remember not too long ago, Procter & Gamble, they shared that they're looking for um, Black creatives to come mm -hmm. consult with their team, right? Because something else that corporations have to be mindful of is that just because you hire a black executive, once you're a part of that system, that racism is not hard to, yeah. not easy to get past, right? So like- yeah, the Obama effect. Right, like you don't want to be the one to say like, hey, this kind of messed up. Like you're the only black person, everyone's looking at you to right. co-sign or sign off on everything. That is a lot of pressure to put on somebody, right? So right. other people who, it doesn't matter <laughs> how you feel, they're outside consultants is a really good strategy to make sure that, you know, what you're doing is not necessarily, um, like, it's, it aligns and it doesn't put the weight on one person's shoulder. Right, yeah. right, 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 for sure. Like, yeah, no, when I say Obama, it's like, okay, the leader, which is not true, president right. is not the most <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the leader was black, so now the black problems are solved and the black guy is going to always, that's where we got mad at him. The right. black guy is going to always do work for the black people. Right. Like, none of that was true. And none of, and a lot of that, you know, it's crazy. So I don't, it, it's not crazy. I, I don't, I give two people too much credit. Like, why didn't you just 
why didn't that click then? But then that's being unreasonable to myself because how many things have I missed over and over and over again and it just clicked right now? It was like, well, we actually told you this <laughs> 27 years ago, like <laughs> a very long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So let me extend that same grace to the next person. But like, yeah, exactly what you just described. Like one black person does not topple a structure and that is, you know, I mean, if we were to go off, which we won't, but like police and anything else, it's not, you know, this, this whole thing will just go on the inside, like theoretically. But if we're not attacking the structure, me keep blaming this white guy, like all he's going to do is get replaced by another white guy. That's yeah. going to keep the thing. And then he's going to get replaced by a black woman and she's going to, you know, get become vice president. Anyway, um, so I'm sorry. So basically, I'm gonna edit that one. I'm not. So, <laughs> so you know, it's just uh, it it it's uh, it, I really just how you stated it was a very good point, and I mean, I think that that is important. It's worth restating. Like, none of this work is short term. It's good for you. So this is why I kind of want to pivot on because you're never going to run out. As long as you keep wanting to do this, you are never going to run out of anxiety. <laughs> right? Like it's, yeah. it's not easy. I think it's taxing. And I think um, self-care is important when you yes. are in, um, when you're doing this type of work. So yeah, it's not easy. So the wanting to, thank you for saying that. As long as you <laughs> wanting to. So, okay. Man, we can again. If, if this this could be right. <laughs> so easily, so here's my first. Here's where my first thought. So we're gonna go here. Do you agree with the statement that, like, right now, this is like a renaissance isn't the best word, but like this is the time for Black people to capitalize in corporate America and entrepreneurship. So, like, you know, again, it comes back to the get your foot in the door, work hard, and then wait for them to give you a raise. It's been horseshit. Like, it's been misdisproved for years. You know what I mean? So, like, do you feel, do you ever feel like, okay, I feel like I'd be good with this amount for the services, but I kind of low-key right now have a built-in extra because, you know, because they, because Black Lives Matter for the next, you know, seven months so let me you know it's kind of like stocks like right now this is this or it's like the, the housing market this is a seller's market right now like let me take advantage of like do you believe that and have you tried to do that at all that's a good question i think i do think right now is a time where everyone is interested in hearing from brown voices and um there's a lot of a lot of interest there's a little bit more grace but i hope and i feel like knowing some gen zers hopefully fingers crossed that this is true like i think we're we're moving in the right direction slowly right like mm -hmm. i don't know if you know any gen z um kids and now kids but they don't play like they're so <laughs> they're not with any of the isms like don't bring that <laughs> around yeah. they will quit your job the second you say right. anything <laughs> Yo, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give a shout out to multiple little you know little teenage right. white girls and white boys and they'll turn on their camera and yep. they will tell their grandfather something about themselves and just look at the camera like look how mad he is Everything he said was wrong just now, but look at him. Mean, you know what I'm like, so no, I 100%, like, that's, um, you know, that's bravery yeah. that some people don't, you know, own because I can't say that my my job or whatever other reason, you see what I'm saying? And they don't have, like, it, there's a way to use privilege to your, to for good <laughs> and salute the people doing that. Exactly. So I that gives me a lot of hope. Like, I think we're headed in the right direction. I do think now is the time to catch people's attention while corporations, et cetera, are listening, yeah. um, especially as a black creative. But I hope now isn't the only time. Like I hope there's continual room for that, you know, as we move forward into the future. Yeah. 
powerful statement. The the how you got to do that is this is the time, if nothing else, to get those roots set. Right. Get those roots set. Yeah. And so then when it's not like you know, because because the thing is, uh, again, my opinion, you know, things are hot. Anybody can capitalize somewhat. But really, the people who really put the foundation started here, so they've been getting profit the entire time. Right. But then, when it, and then when it's not hot anymore, those who did the proper work are still so. Like overall, this is a bad idea. This is a terrible industry to be in. But really, really means that there's not as much opportunity for everybody. But the people who've been putting in the proper work are still doing fine. Like a recession is on the way. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that every single American is about to suffer. Some people are about to eat off of the struggle. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, mean? so. I definitely think, um, you know, people are listening. People, I mean, Juneteenth had some hiccups <laughs> from the marketing standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable marketing, but yeah. I think people, corporations want to get it right. So they're open <laughs> to getting it right. That's right, because we also, you know, and I will, and I will go into this further, but we also are in Pride Month, and, you know, and, yeah. you know I, uh, and salute, you know, they're doing, I'm going to talk, I really want to make one good point about them and keep it going, but out of every mishap, the one that's killing me is Burger King. Did you see, <laughs> did you see this? Was that one again? Was it the, the they two? had the, they had the Whopper with the two tops and the two bottoms. Yeah. Why? <laughs> How did, where was any, like, what were y'all doing? Like, yo, they were really on their Zoom calls in their bed, like, yep, mm -hmm, yep, yep, right, yep, right, yeah. That, whatever you said, I like that idea. And then, <laughs> no yeah. way that went through any chain of command. And that's what's kind of, it probably went through so many, but it's probably <laughs> a person from the LGBTQ community on that call who was just like, sick of y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> right here. You know, you you need to find out the hard way. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to talk to y'all. Actually, to that point, I seen uh, um, LinkedIn. This was just last week. I seen a young lady um, have that, you know, so-called position. And, you know, the team said something, and she actually tried to speak up and say, I actually said this yeah. like, weeks ago. And the man and her manager apparently said, well, Michael said it better. Yeah. You know, so that's why. So so we're not going to take no responsibility. Right. It was your fault. Right. You know? And I can say, too, like, I have no problem being, like, the lone voice in spaces like that. But that even gets to be a lot. Like, you're yeah. always the person. People be sick of you. They be like, here she go again. She about to tell us what's wrong with this. Right, 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 right. That's the one of many problems of being supposed to be that voice. It's like, well, we're getting sick of that voice, and so are you. Exactly. I don't want to always complain about stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's there's minimal ways to win in that situation. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, great segue there. Let me say my one, get my one piece off. So, yeah, Juneteenth, one of the things, and I'm sure it's happened before, but ju this Juneteenth was very, like, white people decided and black people empowered white people to say this is our we are all free yeah <laughs> slavery has been reduced for i mean released for all. it's like no it's not stop it we're not no we're not doing that at all right you know what I mean? except it sounds good to say we're gonna do it because like i said some black people like the call is coming from in the house they over here opening the door like come on in you know still inviting people to the cookout and all that dumb shit, right so what i want to say is <laughs> What I want to say is, and like all of these, like right now, black people, you know, activists have been putting in work for years, are finally seeing some of the fruits of that leg. What we're then seeing is a lot of insert other community here co-opting. And so, yes, some of the conversation is you need to chill. But some of the conversation for us needs to be if they're copying us, then we're doing something right keep doing that thing like they clearly this person has seen you you know again we got some activists we got some social justice people they've been putting in work for 15 20 their whole lives some of our you know some of our uh, relatives they study it for like two weeks 
figure out how to make it work. Why are we not doing that? Like, why is it, why are you so focused on everybody leave our movement alone instead of figuring out how you can make it work? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like, you know, and again, is everybody going to click off that and agree with that today? No. But hopefully somebody, you know, somebody catches, like, like pay attention to the co- copy the copy. The copiers are doing, are looking for the trends that work and they're playing off there. Right now, we're one of the trends. You know what I'm saying? And yes, thank you. I'm paying attention to these comments. Being an ally to the cause is trending right now. That's another, like, there are many people. Some of them are really have good intentions. Shout out, salute to those. We're supporting you because we believe you supporting us. And some of them are putting on a costume and playing a great role. Yeah. And benefiting, you know, it is what it is. But like again, that all comes back to if you know any of us who have spent too much time complaining about why this other person instead of us benefiting, at some point you got to look within. Like that's a problem. Okay, right. so that was my little tangent. I don't know. Yeah, um, I wanted to get back to the self care one, but if you I don't know. No, I, I mean I agree with everything you said, especially that comment. Being an ally is trending. Yeah. That was powerful. <laughs> it's really hard to <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day I feel like you really don't know true allyship until like the like your feet are to the fire right like so mm-hmm. I think to some extent you kind of have to just embrace allies with like a, a, a yeah. side eye like just be ready <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah right 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 yeah, I agree right. <laughs> yeah, with the same with the same energy that we have, as soon as a black business does one thing wrong, we on their head. Like, <laughs> yeah, do that, you know? Yeah. Think yeah. about it. That's cool. So, <laughs> so now, okay. Before I, so we now we're gonna step into self care for sure because that's always important to me. Yeah. Um, how much, if any, of your life did you spend in a corporate setting? Um. I would say the first part of my career, so about five or six years. Okay, okay. So as far as that whole, you know, you're the black voice, you're the black, you know, you're the official black. Is that a personal, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that was, you had to deal with that. Of course, I could absolutely, yeah. like, I, I even remember, like, one time I came to work with my natural hair and my colleague was like, oh, you got a fro, like, kind of like, Ronald McDonald. Oh like, my God. <laughs> 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 like, and I, I know this man doesn't even realize that he called me a clown. So, like, you want to go off, but you know, like, you know, and then, like, being young in your career, too, you know. Right. Your career's over. Right. Right. Like, like you just kind of like, like yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wow, yeah, I got a prize. I got a prize. You need a moment of silence for that comment, right? Like, oh, God. Wow. And I, and I feel, you know what? I swear, right. I swear, like, yo, everybody who's live real quick, I love, just, just give me one sentence because she's not the only one that happened to. Right. Mine, mine is, my name is Jermel, J-E-R-M-E-L-L. Their name, Jerome, Jamal, Jermichael. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. It's a phonetic spelling. Yeah. It's two syllables, you know. Then we'll get in the meeting and talk about, uh, you know, Zyquatiline, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like your ability to pronounce words is amazing until it's a black right. man or a black woman's name. Crazy how that works. You feel me? Like, it's crazy how that works. So, again, that's so funny. I keep listening. I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget it because I'm like... Man, I'll never forget it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so back when most of our beginning of our careers, mm-hmm. um, mental health wasn't a big topic. Right. So what did you, what did you do about that? You managed to suppress, you managed <laughs> not to snap. Yeah. Did you have any tools at that point? Or did you just kind of eat that and now this is like building up, you know, that it's building up inside of you? Yeah, I think I definitely did not 
know what to say. Like, and I see like one of the comments is, you know, she would have called HR. Like, I don't think I even knew that was an option, right? Because I'm just like, that's a fact. Eh, he's like, is he being? Yeah, it's just so many right, things. Right, right, right. Mm, no, say, no, no. Go with elaborate on that. We need to hear that one because that's related. Like, is he trying to be funny? Is he? Mm -hmm. You know, does he realize, like, you just call me a clown, I'm the only black person, this is my natural hair, it's not rainbow colored, like, just, you running through every, <laughs> you making excuses yeah. for him, right? So, it's yeah. a lot of different things that goes, go through your mind, and so, honestly, I don't know if that was any intentional self-care, but probably, like, the things that made me feel good at the time, you know, like, maybe going out with friends. Which is okay. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I probably didn't realize like, okay, I, I need some self-care because of how stressful this environment is. It's sure. more so like this job driving me to drink. Let me get a glass of wine. Let me do this. Let me do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, I mean, we weren't taught. We were taught that we, you are lucky to be here. Exactly. And you need it. And honestly, you know, and arguably maybe, you know, you were depending on your age and depending on the salary and the benefits, like maybe you were. But still, so we were taught, like, so whatever the minuses are, you can't speak up on them. Mm -hmm. um, and shout out to the, to the uh, yeah, HR definitely wasn't and still isn't for us, not always for us. So, like, yeah, there's a world in which you went to go talk to him, but that HR contact is that man's best friend. Right. And now all of a sudden you're getting those, uh, you know, those revenge, um, you know, that backlash and all that. So, yeah, it, the 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 real answer is there was no correct exactly. thing to do guaranteed because and the reason is you never should have had to deal with it in the first place. Bingo. You feel me? Like that's where it really is. Now, unfortunately, obviously you did. So then you got it. Now you know now all that comes. This that right there was one of those entrepreneur things. Now you realize I can't control everything. Everything that happens to me isn't right. Yeah. But I got the show. Got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what about more recently? Can you speak to a more recent example where you have more tools now than you used to have in a situation maybe not, hopefully not that bad. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm such a terrible. But like, <laughs> but like a, you know, a situation that was like that, you know, could have went a different way in a, in a, in a, in your past life, but like you, you know, you handled it better, which included, you know, the immediate, I like that you said that, the immediate, okay, let me just feel better. Okay. Glass of wine, take a nap, you know, some of the other stuff, those medical marijuana, med marijuana if it's legal, right. it's whatever, just don't tell, just don't admit it on the camera. You know, like, whatever, <laughs> it, like, the short term, but then the long term, the, also the sustainable, like, can you, can you speak to that? Yeah, so... I am the self-proclaimed self-care queen now, right? Okay. Like I, like my piece is priority. And I think there's a misconception that entrepreneurship is this like ultimate freedom, which mm -hmm. is to a certain extent, right? But instead of having one boss, you have like six or seven, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there are times when maybe three of them are acting up. Maybe three of them are being super demanding or, you know, you're not on the same page or whatever the case may be. And that's really stressful as an entrepreneur because mm -hmm. this is like a stream of income, right? And there's not really a lot of um, buffers, right? So if you work right. technically, you could go to HR, you could do this, you could do that. Um, there's unemployment. You don't have that in entrepreneurship. So right. I feel like the pressure can be a lot. And so I am very mindful of that. Um, I make sure to like set really good boundaries. So I'm able to do this. And I know a lot of new entrepreneurs are may, may not be at that place, but I, it was important for me to have two phones. Like I need to be able to separate. I had a client once. This man called me at 11 o'clock at night because I sent mm -hmm email like got your email wanted to chat about it sure. <laughs> you serious in real life you you think and so then I also learned from an entrepreneur friend don't uh t let your emails like send like schedule them right because mm -hmm. 
you're up and you're working that you're accessible so mm -hmm. just doing little things to protect your peace right. really made a world of difference but also making sure that i make time for myself and intentionally schedule things that you know work for me as far as self-care um also something like at the end of the day is being done with work like as an entrepreneur sometimes you know it's hard to shut it off right but like scheduling time where you can just watch netflix or do whatever good yeah. 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 been... everything doesn't have to be saving the world right. 24 hours a day seven days a day. you're not yeah. you could do it all so like you know try to do a lot but don't try to do it yeah. all that's right Right, right, right. And have yeah, and and you know, yeah. At this time be focused on doing that thing. At this right. time be focused on not doing that thing. Right. And and again, we don't you know, hustle culture is is, is it, it has killed a lot of us. It will continue to because people still I, I cringe when I see that the viral videos that are still talking about, yeah, no, I do this because I'm the one that's up at seven when everybody meanwhile like this dude, this is dude that opens his phone. There's somebody that, you know, Bitcoin. Everybody knows Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. That was somebody who put in that work 10 years ago, these days, wakes up, sees, maybe not these days, but like last year, <laughs> wakes up, saw their money grow by 10% and went back to sleep. They didn't outwork me. Right, right. I mean, they technically did because they, you know, they, they, they were smarter back then. But like, yeah, this, they didn't do it because they got it out the mud and all that. No. <laughs> <laughs> they, put it, they put a system in of success. The system is working for them. They're reaping the benefits. Right. That's not... But they, you can't really get that in 60 seconds. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to clip this and post it. Yeah. But it's just me, the Smart Dumb Podcast, 135. Thank you for those who do rock with me. But, like, I don't have the, right now, I don't have the, I don't have the clout and the, you know, that this is going to, you know what I'm saying, immediately hit everybody the same way. But, again, I also haven't put in a bunch of work yet right. to have the influencer reach yet. So that's what I you know, that's my responsibility. That's your responsibility now. Like, you're doing, you know, you're doing your thing here. Now, not immediately. Like, I got to double this today. But, like, yeah, in five years, you want to look back and say, man, 2022 was cool. But where we are now, but also where we are now was because I was building, doing the building blocks. You see what I'm saying? And I think like pacing yourself, right? So like definitely hard work is important and make yeah. it right. But like if you can't or don't feel up to it, don't, right? Like right. deserve to take a break and all that stuff is not going to if you take one break, one vacation, et cetera, that is not gonna stop your success. Right? Yeah. yeah. If it is, then then your system is bad. Right. Straight up, right? <laughs> You can't afford to take a week, then what are you like? Something is wrong. If you're if you are still if you're a solopreneur to start, that's because that's what you need to do. If you're still doing that, hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I you had mentioned that. I want to come back to you on it. So what are you? So you're, you know, salute it's a very it's very paramount for you. What are you doing to let people, technology, systems, whatever, work for you so that you're not working as hard as you needed to be to get it off the ground? What are some of those, you know, um, tools, uh, what is it, efficiency tools? Man, that's like such a timely question because I'm at a stage where... I have to sacrifice a little bit to go to the next level, right? So there's a wall when you are an entrepreneur that um, there's only so much you can do by yourself. And so mm -hmm. you start to hire. And, like, I have contractors that I work with, and I have, like, part-time people. But, like, I'm at that place where, you know, to get to the next level, I need to start bringing in, like, full-time people, that type of thing, right? But mm -hmm. that's that come with that. There's... Um, financial sacrifice, there's time that's going to have to go into like setting up those systems, etc. Um, there's time that's going to, or finances that will have to be put into purchasing the systems, training, all these different things. And it's a hard place to be in, right? Because like you, sacrificing is always a gamble. Like you sacrifice, yeah. it pays off. 
but it's that it's that other part of that planner in me that's like man but what if it doesn't so i'm definitely at that place where i'm um you know ready to do that and preparing myself to do that and so um there's a few different tools like i hired a project manager to help me organize projects because i realized like it's a lot when you have a lot going on and um a lot of different deadlines, it's hard to manage everything, right? So having it was definitely helpful. Um, I got a software system. There's a few of them out there, but I used Dubsado to help um, streamline things. Something as simple as invoices, right? It takes me forever to send out invoices. And it's like, you would think this is like priority because it's how I get paid. But because I have to manually go in there and um, I do some like billable hours, it can be a lot. It takes a lot of time. It's not fun. I don't like doing it. So I took it off. But having something that automatically sends invoices is helpful because now I'm not having to worry about that and the flow of business can continue seamlessly. So whatever way you can uh, systemize things, do it. Even if it's investment, it's worth it because at the end of the day, it saves you and it sets you up to be able to you know, go to the next level. When did you realize that it's okay to trade money for time? Um, I don't know. Did I realize that, though? Did you realize that? Oh. <laughs> so, so, so when you, so you have an automated invoice, mm -hmm. um, so, right? It doesn't cost? Oh, yeah. It's okay. Good, though I think a subscription on, like, Dubsado is, like, maybe $400 a year, so. Okay, but, but, okay, back yeah, it's an entire year. It's like literally a dollar a day. But wasn't there a time in the past where four hundred? I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't have four hundred dollars. I gotta do that myself, right? So, so, I mean, even if you just estimate how much easier it now is to make an invoice, mm -hmm. you did. I guess it's subconsciously decide. I'm going to put four hundred dollars down. It's going to help me invoice like my first whatever my first invoice is probably covered it the, and the, every other invoice comes much closer quicker it comes money hits much easier than it used to it's probably mm -hmm. less as maybe a little bit less of wine that I, right. <laughs> that I that i felt like i had to drink you know what i'm saying like right. yeah you trade you traded you gave some money to get time and peace of mind back. yeah yeah, yeah. That's so what i definitely yeah. think Maybe sometime last year, I started to realize, okay, if this is going to make things work smoother. Right, it's right. then it's work the money, right, right. And it's to the point where you're not, and then you look six months, a year later, you don't even, like, you're not, man, I wasted that money. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't even remember, like, that's, just, you know, so when it renews, like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might have messed around and let it play again because you're like, nah, this is such a very invaluable tool. Exactly. Here's what I want to um and, I, and I'm going to just leave this out for everybody because I'm not going to say there's a right or wrong way, but I've had that conversation that you're saying as far as expansion. At the moment, and then again, we have two different businesses. Mm -hmm. I really don't plan on hiring a full-time employee anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I am going to treat my work as a series of projects. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to hire people for those projects you know, and they'll stay contractors. And then, you know, hey, great job. Salute to you. Here you go for that. Some of y'all did great work. You'll be, you'll be hearing from me soon. Some of y'all never hear me again. <laughs> Ever again. Ain't that the you'll hear about you. yourself. I'm going to talk about you on the podcast. It hurts. When you <laughs> hire contractors or whoever, and yeah. it's you like, man, like you you really feel it, right? As a entrepreneur yeah. or a small business, because right. you don't have a lot of money to play with. You don't have a lot of time to play with. And so right, right. But you know, the thing about it is, I we all understand that. But sometimes we act like full time employee is just like if I get a bad full time employee, <laughs> that costs a lot of money too. You feel me? Like so, sometimes there's we operate too much on the what if bad side. That's something else I wanted to say. Like if you take that risk. I think the worst thing is what if it goes bad is what if it did what it was supposed to do and provided the lesson, but we had in our mind, if it doesn't go this way, it was a fail 
And now the whole time there's a lesson to be pulled from it. We're feeling sorry for ourselves and mad at the, you know, mad at the employee and the money we wasted instead of pulling something from it or maximizing what they had to offer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's what, when you don't learn from, you know, whatever it was, especially when it's a mistake, that's the actually the worst part. Not the, you know, this thing didn't go too well or how I thought it would. Right. I agree. And I think I am maybe banking on the commitment someone full-time would have, but you know, you're right. There's varying levels. You know, I've worked with people who they showed up and did their 40 hours with no commitment and no <laughs> fruitful work. So you never know. You just got to find good people and hold on to them. That's it. So I wasn't, yeah, that one is an open floor. Again, education business you have a consult marketing consultant even if we had the same business you do it you know your your goal mission is different from mine. your clients so it's not, at the end of the day again it's back to basically we try to do all that you know make it mandarin chinese if you have good people with you yeah then that's an even better chance it's not a guarantee right. <laughs> there is no guarantee Again. but it's uh, but it's giving yourself a better percentage that it's gonna go the way you want to go yeah. um so yeah, we're gonna start. I talked. I talked a lot. I was the guest today. Thank you for <laughs> being my host. But what we are so to be fair with that, my two questions. That last question. The first one is, what is the what's the immediate future, and even some of the long term. Like what is what is you know BP Grid Consulting yeah. shooting for? Yeah. For doing and coming up on the pipeline. You go ahead. So I am working on a rebrand. Right. I think. Um, you know, when I first started, I just needed to start. So I threw out um, my current branding and moved forward with that. But working on a rebrand to more so capture who I am, who we are, and the type of work that we do. And um, working on a equitable marketing course that will be launching next month. And this course will help um, brands, nonprofits, businesses, big corporations, learn more about how to equitably market um mm -hmm. so it's definitely uh, the priority is just making sure that like you know we're working with those who have the bigger reaches right like most um small businesses typically are more in touch with what's going on and they're able to kind of like navigate these spaces but sometimes big corporations are so far removed from the reality and like how their you know <laughs> market mm -hmm. is coming up just um, be reaching out to them and working with them to help navigate that space. Very good, very good. I lied. I have now. I have two questions, but one of them I should have asked: What is the difference? Shout out is right. What is the difference between equality and equity? Yeah. So equality is everyone is the same, right? And then equity is making sure everyone has what it what they need uh, to be on the level playing field. So. Equality would be I give everyone a loaf of bread and even those who already have bread are still getting a loaf of bread. Whereas equity is, okay, you already have bread. Cool. Let me give this person bread. Let me give that person bread. Let me give this person half a loaf. So making sure you're giving um, everyone what they need to be on the level playing field as opposed to giving everyone the same thing. Right. Okay. Not a, and, that, and that's powerful. I think of... I think of two things that, that I think of is one, I don't know if you've ever seen that picture where they say equity is everybody gets that stack, that those two boxes. Yeah. So this guy that was already seeing his way up here, right. and the short one still can't see. Yeah. Equity is get this person so we can see. If this person want them, this person didn't need anything, we already did. It's a it's a really, you know, it's a really good um, you know, analogy. And as far as like equity, just I'm thinking for myself, like, you know, I'm about to be very aggressive with negotiating, um, you know, like like salary promotion and all that at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to tell them that I don't care what the average rate is. Doesn't matter. I don't like I don't care. Like I'm not average. I didn't we didn't work we didn't work this past year to be average. I don't care that the median range because even when you look at the website, they said here's the median average. And when you keep looking, the the smallest reported is twenty thousand and Highest is like double. So, yeah, what's up with that guy? Who is that or girl? You know what I'm saying? Or I don't care about none of that. Right. 
what are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm trying to go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad you randomly said equity again. That click is like, no, that's yeah, that's right. Let's hit those two. It's a great point. Um, my final for you is, you know, some amazing points you've made. Some, you know, some 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 great insight you've given. You know, you let us know what is coming up in the pipeline. So, how can people follow you? To, you know, yeah. So, um, of course, IG VP Creative Co. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I mean, um, not really on Twitter. And you know what's challenging right as a solopreneur like i work social media for brands as a um, <laughs> as a marketer but i don't have time to do my own and i realize that you know that's definitely something that i should uh make time for so my pages are not very active right now but definitely you can follow me on um instagram facebook uh, my website vp creative consulting i'm gonna leave this one with you and again Completely up to you. Last week, I was at a handgun qualification class, mm -hmm. and there was actually a lawyer there. Um, I found out later why he was there. Like he's 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 not new to shooting. He's you know knows the rules already, so he was losing his mind. <laughs> we go through it like all these people ask me. You know, like you in class, people ask every single question in the world that has super relevant. He's just like, oh my god. When we were talking about the whole, if you defend yourself, well, now you have to actually deal with the police coming by, and are you prepared to make sure you don't go to jail for something that you actually were justified to do? Very good conversation. And along the way, they said, even if you're a lawyer, you should not represent yourself. And that lawyer unequivocally was like, absolutely. So the parallel is, should you just send a couple dollars? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bringing an intern. Like you, especially like you know what you wanted to say. It's just the time to describe it. And that's what's so hard, right? Because it's because I know what it is, it's hard to outsource. Because as an entrepreneur, yeah. you're already like that's a great point. To figure out what to outsource. So it's like you don't want to outsource the thing you know, but you're right. Sometimes that's I think that's part of the not being, you know, not planning everything and letting things happen. But I'm going to say again, yeah, that was just, again, we just spitballing. I'm going to restate your point. Sometimes you are the best or it sounds great to just say outsource, outsource, but you're like, you know, just we're humans. Like, it, this is mine. Like, this is my baby. Why am I giving this to this person? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and the trouble, as soon as they put a comment instead of a period, you're going to, it, it probably in the long run, would be best to just handle it yourself. So that again, yeah, it's, which, which which one makes sense? Does it make sense in this case and not that case? Yeah, that's why I come back to the part time thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to do that message the way you need to do it. Sometimes you holler at this person, hey, do this for this. It's two cents. Right. Type it up, send it off at eight o'clock. You know, schedule it on. You know, to go off three times a day. You know what I'm saying? So and it, um, okay. go ahead. What you made about how, like, I feel like black businesses are critiqued harder, right? So it's like, I think a lot of us as black businesses, we are terrified of messing up. Like we don't want to make any mistakes because we know, oh, I'm never going to work with a black. You're just like, what? How many times has this place messed up your order and this place done this and this place? So I think a part of it goes back to that, to that internalized pressure to have. But, and, but, and sometimes it's external because that, like, I mean, we've seen some, let me let me go post let me go post on my business page i don't see the problem with two top two bottom burgers they like burger king they were just fine people kept going they will cancel me so they will literally come to my door and say, just go ahead and give me that just give me the elderly you're you're right. done right. <laughs> you are done so it's like some of it actually is justified but i do agree more of it is here yeah in our own, and and we you know we got to work on that and that's again that we can't fix that right. that doesn't take a long time a system is there that did that yeah you know what i mean it's gonna take a lot of work to get out of it but um i will i gotta say this like you this was i mean an hour flew <laughs> an hour absolutely flew so yeah. it's like you know the topics you know what you do what you have to contribute clearly is 
invaluable beyond an episode. I understand why Joe Budden did uh, three hours on that. I'm never doing three hours. <laughs> I don't even know why y'all listen to the hours, but it clearly works. There's a lot of podcasts that last that long. So, again, I highly encourage, like, like she lets y'all know where to go, where to follow. I thoroughly encourage, you know, maybe one of these, you know, our conversations spawn you to elaborate on a point or you came up with a point by all means, that can be your next, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That can be your next post. You know, I, I, I definitely encourage them to go listen to you. Right. Like go get your, you know, thoughts from your, you know, mind the way you want to deliver it because you definitely have a lot uh, for us, particularly because your business model is, uh, you know, uh, focused on so many black people. And I mean, you know, and the beauty is along the way, plenty of people from other backgrounds have just seen something about you and they're learning from it. So like, again, please, the people, the main people she's for, like, please pay attention because yeah. I promise you somebody else is, is benefiting. So, thank you. Um, we will yeah. make this happen. It's been in the works for yeah. <laughs> some time now. But we, but we did it, yeah. And it was worth. And it was worth it. Yeah, I, I can speak for myself. It was definitely worth it. So I appreciate your time. Definitely, hey, um, sometime in the future, you know, maybe we spend because I am coming back to quite a few of the people today. Like I've accidentally done this for off and on, yeah, for four or five years, right? So there are people that I talked to three years ago, and I didn't. They've done better things. I have learned, you know, to, to do this a little bit better or whatever. So I definitely feel like I, I, I plan to reach out to you and would love to hear, you know, the, the next, we'll talk about the, the next thing you have and the next thing we're going for. Right. So, I can't yeah. wait. Let me know. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, thank you very much for that. And, uh, you know, this has been another episode of the Smart Dumb Podcast. I hope y'all have a fantastic day. <laughs>